Hello, 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 and welcome to Courageously Kind. I'm Maddie. And I'm Liz. And welcome back. We haven't done an episode since before Thanksgiving. If you celebrate Thanksgiving, I hope you had a nice holiday and you were safe and it was a good time for you. If it wasn't, don't worry because that's 2020 (laughs) and life is hard right now. Um, You're not alone. Um, But we had a nice holiday and we're back. We're back this week with a pretty dense topic. I told our dad that we were talking about this topic and he said, are you going to be able to keep this in your time constraint? We try not to go over like 15 minutes. Um, because I understand short attention spans and I can't pay attention to things for that long. So we try and keep it nice and, and short and concise. But this week we're talking about masculinity, good and bad. Um, we try and pick our topics from events that have happened in our own lives or events that are happening in pop culture that we can relate back to our message of courage and kindness. If we couldn't relate it back to courage and kindness, we wouldn't talk about it. Right. Just because that's who we are and what we're trying to do here. Right. So, I don't know if you've seen this or not. We're we're big fans of Harry Styles. Shocker. Shocker. Who isn't these days? Um, but that's a great thing, and I, you know, he is so deserving, but, um, so recently he did a photo shoot with Vogue, and he was pictured wearing a dress on the cover photo, I believe, and this sparked a lot of conversation, we're all about conversation here, so that wasn't necessarily bad, but it sparked a lot of conversation over what masculinity is. And, you know, this phrase that kept going around was bring back manly men. Which is kind of... When I heard that phrase, I, there's a lot to unpack there. Like, what it what is a, right, manly, what man? Is a manly man? Like, why do we need to bring them back? Like, what... It's, yeah. And I don't I'm I don't want to speak for anyone else, but I think this concept of a manly man is someone that is maybe purely masculine or masculine to an extreme or masculine to the point I don't want to say to the point of toxicity, but just the use of masculine traits for toxic behavior. Yeah, and if you look at it for a long time, for, you know, all of history, we've had this kind of cookie-cutter outline of what a man and what a woman should look like and how they should act and their characteristics. And now, I think... You know, we said, you know, nobody fits those molds. Yeah. And nobody meets all of that, those, you know, checkpoints. So why do we need them at all? Exactly. We can't preach both 
authenticity and being true to yourself and loving yourself and just be you and also preach this this concept that people are supposed to behave a certain way or be a certain way in order to meet a societal standard. Right. It's like, be you, but if we don't like you, then we think you should change. Yes. And that's not very kind. That's not very kind, and unfortunately you see it all over the place. You know, people are always trying to sell this image of, you know, a perfectly masculine man that never shows emotion, that never is soft or vulnerable. And we've started to attribute attribute these characteristics of being unemotional or not being vulnerable with strong leadership skills and the ability to to lead a group of people and this is very harmful yeah you know if you look at it at the end of the day we're all humans and we all have the same emotions but as a man or a woman or someone who doesn't identify as either we are told to respond differently absolutely you know i i don't understand where the concept of equating crying and weakness ever came to be because here's here's the bottom line everyone cries crying is healthy everyone experiences the same emotions yeah but we're told that we have to react and behave differently yeah you know we tell men that they're not supposed to cry you know boys don't cry and we also tell women that if they cry too much they're over dramatic and overreacting this constant suppression of of a healthy emotional regulation tool. And you know what I think it comes from? I just kind of had this realization. It might come from the the fear of someone being so vulnerable and say crying. That fear can make us be afraid to feel vulnerable. Mm. We see someone so raw and so open and so vulnerable. And that's not easy to do. Right. Because with vulnerability comes fear of rejection sometimes. No one wants to feel rejected. Everyone wants to be accepted and to be seen as, to be respected. Right. Sometimes when we we have the courage to be vulnerable and to share what we're going through, there's that fear that people might look at us differently. Mm-hmm. For having normal emotions emotions that everyone deals with right and we could talk we could do a whole episode about vulnerability absolutely but tying it back to you know masculinity and femininity you know like it can feel like there's no right way to do it absolutely i've thought of you know how many times have i suppressed a part of who i am i'm a pretty expressive person I'm a pretty emotional person. How many times have I suppressed that, you know, at school or wherever, just so I can feel like I'm being respected? Mm. And this suppression of, of my emotions, and I don't even want to say of feminine characteristics because I think these, these concepts of vulnerability and, and openness and being emotional has no gender. Yeah. It shouldn't have a gender. No. 
but so often it is attributed to femininity Mm. and not masculinity. So how many times have I suppressed an authentic part of myself just to feel respected Mm -hmm. and authentic? And maybe you've done that in your life too. But we could talk for hours about this, and I don't think there's one easy solution for toxic masculinity. And I think in some ways we're all part of the problem. Mm -hmm. How many times have I questioned someone's abilities just because they were vulnerable? Mm. It's subconscious, and it's the way of our culture. Right, it's just the, the way... You know, it's what we've learned. Yeah. And I think I think our generation and the generations before us are changing this concept. Are starting to recognize that the suppression of emotion and lack of vulnerability, these aren't good things. These are things that that are toxic. Right, and have damaged generations for so long. We're starting to become, to become aware of that damage. And I think being aware is the first step of of healing. Yeah. And of moving forward. Yeah. So how do we draw this back to courageously kind? You know, when I was reading all, this, all the stuff that came out about the Vogue shoot... Mm-hmm. What kept coming back to my mind is, like, why doesn't everybody just, like, mind their own business? Yeah. You know, it doesn't affect their, like, it doesn't affect your day. It doesn't... It's not really bringing harm upon anyone. It's not hurting anybody. It's not, you know, like, why... Why are you, why are people allowing themselves to be so affected by a boy wearing a dress? Right. But again, I think it goes back to what they were taught. Exactly. what their parents were taught. It's cyclical. Right. And so, what if, instead of, I don't want to say attacking, but instead of negatively commenting on somebody's choice that doesn't affect anybody else, Mm -hmm. what if we could kind of check ourselves Mm -hmm. before we post Mm -hmm. and ask, is this a reflection of kindness? Is this a a reflection of... Who I want to be as a person. Yeah. I think deep down we all want to be kind people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we just don't know how. Right. And checking ourselves can be a great option. You might not understand why a boy would want to wear a dress. And you don't You don't have to. to. Under, today. Today. You know? We can do a whole nother conversation about gender and how gender is a spectrum and not everyone, you know, f- like not everyone fits on the spectrum and not everyone... Right. But we have to, we have to make kindness our top priority. Yes. You know, it should be number one kindness, and then number two understand. Yes. You know. Yes. Let's be kind before we make any judgments, any, you know, biases. Let's keep working so that our automatic thought is kindness. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the bottom line here. Suggest the first notes of our mission. <laughs> yes. So to just recap, sum things up. Masculinity is not bad. No. Vulnerability is not bad. 
crying and being emotional and being expressive, these are not bad things. And we need to encourage the men in our lives to feel comfortable enough to, exp- to express themselves and to be human yeah. <laughs> and to experience human emotions. Yeah. And we all could be more vulnerable because vulnerability is, it's everything. It's the first step to healing. It's, and it's a, a great step towards connection. Absolutely. You know, I'm vulnerable enough to share this emotion or this experience with you so that we can connect on a deeper level. Absolutely. And if you have the courage to be vulnerable and to share what you're going through, maybe others will feel like they're not alone. And we can get rid of this concept of, I'm struggling, but everyone else is fine. Yeah. You know, everyone is dealing with things. And even if we're not dealing with the same things, just by one person being vulnerable, countless others can can feel like they're not alone and feel like they're not struggling alone. Yeah. And if you notice someone being vulnerable, or if you, you know, really anyone you encounter, try to think about someone who's going through something and treat them kindly. Have the courage to treat them kindly, even if other people don't. Yeah. Because vulnerability scares some people. And we can... I don't want to get into the vulnerability topic, because we will probably talk about that again at some point. But It's scary, but it's okay, and it's necessary. And you have the courage to do it. Yeah. You have the courage to be you vulnerable. Do. Just be kind to yourself. Just be kind. I feel like all throughout this episode, we've been like slipping in. Like, courage! Courage, kindness, you know? It's... But it's true. And it's who we are and who we want to be and who we're working to be every day. Mm. And we're so grateful that all of you who listen are on this journey with us. Absolutely. We're so grateful for you. We're so grateful that there's people out there who care about what we have to say and hopefully our conversations spark conversations with you and your loved ones and your family and your friends and we just continue to have conversations yeah because from (laughs) conversations let's try that again from conversations come understanding Mm -hmm. and empathy and we create a kinder world so that's all we got yeah have a wonderful week we love you so much Follow us on Instagram at Courageously Kind Podcast. If you want. If you want, if you have Instagram. And we'll see you back here real soon.